It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach talking Cleveland Indians with Indians broadcaster Jim Rosenhouse. And uh, there's been a lot going on in Indians land here lately. Uh, some of it very exciting, some of it less so. We'll start with uh, uh, some of the less good news. Uh, Danny Salazar goes to the DL. It sounds like the general tone on this is not all that much worry. Is this, I don't know if precautionary is a way to put it, but is it fair to say this is not something at the moment they're terribly concerned about? No, I think precautionary is a good word. Encouraging for a DL stint it might be a decent word as well. And um, I think what they are encouraged about is, is the fact that the MRI came back and showed that his elbow is structurally sound, which is huge. Uh, there's just some inflammation in there that he's been trying to work through for the last month or so, and, and the results have not been good. So after a short outing on Monday night, uh, he just he expressed some concern, and they took him in for the MRI. And, and at least they have some clarity on the situation, and, and they truly do believe that at the end of the 15 days that he should be ready to go and, and, and at least be able to recapture some of that good form that made him an all-star in the first half. What do they do in the rotation in the interim? In the interim, they're going to bring up Mike Clevenger, and he'll pitch tomorrow against the Twins. And when uh, when you look at, at their young pitching prospects, he's certainly in, in the top of that mix. I think coming into the season, both he and Cody Anderson uh, were thought of as two of the good young pitchers. And Anderson's had a, a difficult year. He's right now in the bullpen for the Tribe. But Clevenger has been at AAA most of the season, a couple of major league starts, but nothing Nothing extended in terms of major league time, but he's had that, that good development here at AAA, and, and they feel that he can step in and contribute. So we'll see. Uh, he has had some rough outings in the big leagues so far, and, and we'll see how much he's learned after an extended period in the minor leagues now. The the brighter news here recently, of course, is that they, they bring in Andrew Miller. And I tend to be very skeptical when teams say – well, we're going to mix and match. We are going to do matchups. We're we're not going to do whenever they say anything other than we're going to have this guy as our guy in the ninth. I tend to be skeptical because nearly always it ends up with one guy being the guy. I'm a little less skeptical in this case, and I'm not sure why, but I, it seems to me they might actually follow through with this. Do you think that? Do you think that Miller? They, they split duties in the ninth. Do you think? How do you think this ultimately shakes out between now and the end of September? You know, I really think it, they're going to take it game by game. It may develop where one of the two, Miller or Cody Allen, uh, does end up closing most of the games. Uh, that may be how it shakes out, and, and we'll see. But at least at the outset, I think Terry Francona wants to keep his options open for uh, those key situations that, that may come your way in the eighth end. And, and he may might say, hey, look, I think the matchup here is best to have Miller in the ballgame in the eighth inning. Or it might be Cody, Cody Allen in the eighth that, that makes more sense uh, 
even if you look ahead to the ninth, and maybe having Miller in the ninth is better in that situation. So I really do think they're going to keep it open. But we may get to the end of the year, and if you check in then, it may say that uh, that Miller ended up closing a bunch of them or, or Allen ended up closing most. And, and I think they're just leaving that open. And it appears as if neither pitcher really cares <laughs> what, what the situation is. They just want to contribute to a team that, that they feel has a good chance to make it to the playoffs. Is there any likelihood they get particularly creative? Because I think that, uh, you know, can you say this, and uh, not you, the, the club says this, and it seems likely that even if they split the save chances, typically when you do that, these two guys end up pitching the eighth and ninth. Is there any likelihood they get a little more aggressive? They're in a situation where it's a one-run game in the sixth, big game, a couple of lefties coming up, and, and you go to Miller there because that is really the moment of de- decision in the game, or do they maybe not get that aggressive? You know, I think it's a possibility, um, but but I don't think you would see it that often. If it happens once or twice, that might be a lot. And some of that may depend on, on how they feel about their other lefty, which right now is Kyle Crockett, who since coming up most recently from AAA has been tremendous. So uh, he came on and got some key outs in the ballgame Tuesday night uh, in the sixth inning. So uh, you look at that, and, and that may be the dictator as far as, as whether they want to bump Miller down or, or Allen down in those types of situations. I think it would be unlikely. I really do think they want to save them uh, for the tail end of the game and not burn them uh, that early, especially if they feel comfortable with, with what they have in the earlier innings. Sure. Also at the deadline, it appeared they would be getting <laughs> Jonathan Lucroy, and uh, a lot went into that, and he ends up going to Texas. But I, I think – you know, the bigger issue going forward is there's still a real issue at, at catcher there. There's still just not any kind of production. So are, are there any internal solutions? Do you think maybe between now and the end of August they try to pull a waiver deal to bring in some kind of solution there, or do they just kind of ride with what they've got? Well, internally I would say no. Uh, there, there are not solutions. Uh, what they have up here now is, is the best that they have in the system. And I guess there's a couple of ways to look at it. Obviously, when you're trying to acquire Jonathan Lucroy, you feel very, very good about what he would have brought offensively, and they may try and address those offensive needs elsewhere. And and I say that from the standpoint of they're very comfortable with Chris Jimenez and Roberto Perez in how they handle the pitching staff, how they catch and throw, what they do blocking balls in the dirt. All of those are pluses for those two catchers. So, and, and that's very important, especially if, if your backbone, what you're built on, is strong pitching. And, and that's the most important thing. So I think they feel very good about their knowledge of the staff, how they work with the pitchers. So in order to, to boost things offensively, they may look at other positions to do that. I don't think they're – it just so happened that Lucroy was a, was a good fit offensively and he happened to catch and, and could have brought some things there too. So um, – you know, I, I, I would be shocked if, if they did go out and, and do something catching-wise, just from the standpoint of they have some continuity there for their pitchers with the current group. You kind of teed me up there. I guess that's what a professional does. Um, they, they bring in Brandon Geyer, who, who seems like a really good fit for what he is. I mean, he, he's a guy who uh, – he's obviously not a star, but he seems like a real good uh, meeting of needs there. Do you think – Again, as we get into August here and waiver deals happen, do you anticipate them looking to add more offense 
via a waiver trade? Well, I, I think they're always looking, and um, you know, and they, they've been waiting for Michael Brantley to come back most of the season, and and he has struggled to do that, and that's still very much up in the air whether he can contribute at all this season. So they're trying to, to piece it together, um, and they've gotten some good production from the outfield, from Lonnie Chisenhall, Rajay Davis, Tyler Naquin, among others. Uh, they've probably done better than maybe they thought, uh, if, you, if you just look at it from the standpoint of not having a Michael Brantley all season. So Brandon Geyer will help. He's a right-handed bat, so that allows uh, for more platooning if, if they want to go that route when they when they face a left-handed pitcher. And I'm sure that that... Any area they can upgrade the club, whether it's offensively, in the bullpen, uh, that that type of thing, they'll continue to, to scour the waiver wire and see if those deals make sense. And you mentioned Michael Brantley. Obviously, getting anything from him at this point would be a plus. Uh, it's it's a topic that's been asked all year, but but what is your understanding of where that stands right now? Is it is it just hope to get something? Is there some expectation he could still be a part of this before the year is out? I think hope is the right word because they're they're trying not to put expectations on it uh, just because of the setbacks that he's had over the course of the season. Uh, several times he's gone out on rehab assignments and things look promising, but then he's had to back off. And right now he's at a stage where uh, he's still hitting uh, in the cages indoors against the pitching machine to try and build up his workload and, and the strength in that shoulder and, and all those things before you even would head out on a rehab assignment. So, uh, I'm sure they're they're hoping, but I think at this point, if they get something from him, it'll be a an unexpected bonus, maybe because we're that deep into the season now, and and he still is not on a rehab assignment on this this current comeback after some medical work. So um, I, I think it would be hard for them to expect it, but if they get it, they obviously would welcome it with open arms. Sure. All right, well, Jim Rosenhouse, thanks for very much for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Matthew. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 